Hey guys, my name is Alex, and I want to play you one of the worst things you'll ever hear in your fucking life. I didn't know the song existed, existed, because that's a word. Um, just listen. I'll show me the way to the next whiskey bar. Oh, don't ask why. No, don't ask why. For we must find the next whiskey bar. I tell you we must die. I tell you we must die. I tell you, I tell you, I tell you we must die. This is really bad, right? Oh, David Bowie doing Alabama song. It's time to say goodbye. We've lost our really bad. Like Yoko Ono had. Must have whiskey, or you know why. Oh, move, no, I don't know why I'm subjecting you to this. It's time to say goodbye. Well, mostly because I want to hear if he does that high pitched belly thing. Oh, good old mama. And must have whiskey, or you know. Okay, I like that part. I tell you, I tell you, I tell you we must die. Sounds like the nightmare for Christmas right there. Come on, do the high pitch? Oh, we think. It's time I should have listened to this first. I didn't. Oh, that was close. Come on. This is the A-side single uh, from 1979 of a scary monster. Okay, I'm, I'm sure. Uh, I do like this part though. Get up the Sandy Claws, kick him with a stick. Cut open his stomach and see it makes him pick. Oh, whiskey bar! Okay, that's what I wanted, um, and it didn't work. I'm sorry, I just screamed in the microphone there, uh, atonally. But I, he wasn't doing the high-pitched Bowie thing, so I was just going to do it for him and miss the note completely because I don't know how to sing. This is the Alex Cast. You're listening to part two of a two-part documentary series detailing the life and times of two people that have known each other for way too many years. In this episode, you'll hear Lily and I really get down to the nitty-gritty of man-woman relationships. Um, yeah, we talked about that for a while. Uh oh oh yeah we have a good part where we talk about Action Park uh from New Jersey uh where people kept dying in a water park 
That's nice. And we talk about growing up in a time where we are allowed to hurt ourselves and bounce off of things and walk around alone and not be worried about creepy vans full of uh, molesters. Well, I mean, maybe we had to be worried about that, but um, let's face it, you know, you got to break a few eggs to make a rape omelet. I'm not sure what that meant, and I, and I regret saying it. But uh, okay, I'm going to say my stuff first because I'm going to distance myself from the sponsor that actually pays me. But um, why don't you guys go to alexcast.com and click around there. Uh, there's a link that if you click the Amazon ad on there before you shop on Amazon, uh, I get a small amount of your purchase and you don't pay a red cent extra. It would be lovely if you did that. If you could clear your cookies first, that would be good uh, as well. But I don't if you don't know what that means, fuck it. The other important thing on there, you'll see a tab. This is books that are the book that are those are the books I've written. Uh, the Void Sutures and Periphery. Periphery is a novel. Uh, it came out this year and i very much would like you guys to purchase it and read it with your eyeballs and brain it's like i think 13 bucks for the physical book and five bucks for the kindle so it is a bargain at any price maybe not at any price but the price that i've set for it is definitely a bargain so ha fucking za za why am i doing that into a microphone it's probably because I'm really tired right now and I don't feel like recording any kind of advertisements. But those are the important things. There's also an uh, Audible link there that if you want a free audiobook, click that link and you get a free one because you listen to my show. Um, you And then like you get like two weeks free and then uh, if you cancel, you get to keep the book. So that's cool. And I get, I get, I think I get like 15 bucks if you do that. So that'd be very lovely. So yeah. And there's a PayPal link if you just want to give me cash uh, to say like, hey, Merry Christmas, Alex. Thank you for the uh, three plus years of free entertainment you've been giving me. And uh, maybe, you know, I could respond in kind by hooking you up with a small token of my affection. Um, the more commas, the better, but I'm not picky because, um, well, let's face it, I'm destitute. And what you think would be a nominal amount of money would change my life completely. Speaking about change my life completely. There's a man that I met a while ago, man whose name is the present tense of reading, and I'm a writer, that's why I love him. His name's Reed Lamb. You know what kind of lamb he is? The Lamb of God. Because he's the new Messiah, the Messiah that brings you the standard in Portland, Oregon. That's right, the standard. He stands on high mountains and proclaims, I will make a place that will get you drunk, and you will go there, and for reasonable prices... You will find drinks, and you will find comfort, and you will find laughter, and you will finally find a place where everybody knows your name, and they're always glad you came. Because you want to go where people know your troubles are all the same. You want to go where everybody knows your name, and that place is The Standard, facebook.com slash The Standard PDX. But Alex, aren't you just singing the lyrics to the Cheers theme song? Fuck off. Not a lot of people have seen Cheers. I'm very old. A lot of the audience doesn't even know there was a show called Cheers. I think. I don't know. Um, I think Coach Ernie Pantuso was the best. But go to Facebook.com slash The Standard PDX. They're in Portland, and they're lovely. Go, uh, they're 14 Northeast 22nd Ave in Portland, right off of East Burnside. Uh, Sundays are $2 microbrews, uh, which I am at often. Uh, so go, come visit me. Drink $2 microbrews. Wednesdays, $1 hams night. Uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturdays, Tuesdays are other things. Oh, and Mondays as well are other deals that are wonderful. I just don't know what they are. I know one is Sinfire whiskey for like three bucks or something. And there's, uh, I think there's like bourbon of the week where it's like four bucks for like a, like a big ass shot of like low, you know, some kind of really delicious bourbon or, um, maybe it's rye. 
Maybe it's Rye Fridays. I'm not sure. I know I like rye bread, though. And I also like a rye sense of humor. And you'll find a lot of people there that are into rye bread and rye jokes at The Standard. The Standard. Facebook.com slash The Standard PDX. This has been the greatest thing that's ever happened on the show. I might even put this episode out because of how amusing I've been during the commercial break. Go to AlexCast.com. Click some shit. Uh, and uh, that would be much obliged. And if you don't want to give uh, money uh, or, 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 or clicks... Or any kind of ad things. You also, uh, uh, you know, subscribe on iTunes because uh, that's cool. If you if you have time, leave a nice five star review. Um, that also works for leaving five star reviews on Amazon.com for my books. Um, don't do that if you have time and you didn't like those things, or if you don't like lying. Because I don't, I don't, you know, I'd rather just not have that many of them bad ones. Because I mean, let's face it, I have a fragile ego. I, I have a show with my fucking name in the title. I mean, obviously, I'm not standing on the most solid ground of I have a healthy self opinion. So anyway, uh, please enjoy this episode. Lillian is a delight. It's always fun to have her on. And this is a continuation. Um, yes, uh, shout out to Lillian's mother who commented on the Stitcher page because that uh, that I found that terrifically amusing to see uh, out of nowhere because I was. Yeah. So that is that. So cool. Enjoy. Uh, this is uh, 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 words from from here and to you. A whiskey bar. <laughs> it's really fun. Like I, I don't know if it's fun because of how nothing like Bowie I sound. And I'm not even trying. Like I, I tried going like Bowie the first time. Not the first time on mic because I, I admit I tried this uh, before I started to record. But it's fun to just scream for no good reason. And it also, it's like there's this added bonus of like the upstairs lady. I, I have no idea if she can hear me in normal conversational tone, but I'm sure she can hear just out of nowhere, like this atonal, like it sounds like like I stepped on my own testicle somehow <laughs> coming from the basement and then slightly like, wait, is he stepping on his testicles to Alabama song? <laughs> uh, good times. Good times. <laughs> by Gaius Valerius Catalus. Push your shit in and stuff your face. Aurelius, you cocksucker. Furious, you little bitch. Since you think that my little poems have gone soft and I must not be too upright. It's true. The devoted poet should stand erect in his values, but not necessarily in his little poems, which are truly witty and charming when they're a little soft and not too stiff, but still cause a little tingling. I don't just mean for youth, but for hairy men who can't make their own loins stand upright, you, you read about my many kisses and doubt I'm fully a man, I'll push your shit in and stuff your face. What year is this? Uh, that comes from, uh, uh, oh, it doesn't have the year, but it's probably, uh, let's see. Oh, yeah, they don't have the date in here. It's, I mean, it's, 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 it's originally written in, in ancient, oh, uh, let's see, 84 BC. So, yeah, it's, um. 
Yeah, originally written written in in, in I'll push your shit in, in Latin. <laughs> yeah, and I mean he's literally saying he's such a man, but yet he has such good emotions that his poetry's good mm-hmm. that he's so manly that he can fuck a dude. Because again, this is a thing that I don't understand about being uh, like mad at gay people. Mm-hmm. What's manlier than fucking a dude? Yeah, that's like the most manly thing that can happen. Like, yeah. I'm not interested because in I don't particularly want to bang a dude, but like, I don't see where there's a lot of like swishy like. And the flip side of that is like you're getting banged, but by a dude. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't see. I really don't see where they got kind of saddled with this. Like, oh, you're less than other. You're not manly. You're fucking. What's more? No. Oh, I'm gonna fucking punch a guy. That's gonna make me mad. You banged a dude. There's nothing more manly than that. You're. That's like the ultimate in like like the only thing men have to offer is we come in something and then eventually we die and we try not to kill the kids that's the only reason we serve any purpose on this well, planet. well i think the reason that this, like this devil's advocate is i think the reason it's considered not manly is because um on the other side there's someone like you know someone receiving it so no that's I- not cons- and that's like because like because like topping a dude or dude topping another dude but only, it- but only ass though, because like back in the day in Rome, you get blown by a guy, and it's not even considered gay. Actually, I think modern Arabs do that too before they're married. But uh, you can get blown by a guy; that's fine. It's completely normal. Completely, mm-hmm. that's that's heterosexual. Mouth is a mouth, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So um, it's not. I mean, it's not the receiving aspect. It's the um, I think it's the dominant aspect because it is. It's it's of uh, it's the style of a beast, I guess. So you're the idea is that you're like you can't stop. You are a dog, and I'm going to treat you that way because I'm bending you over, and you know, mm-hmm. and which one hot, but two pretty manly i don't really see the well, like a lot of also the subtext of people who are being homophobic is like well the absolute worst thing you can do is like you know be get get boned by 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 a man because that makes you much closer to being a woman and it takes away the very essence of manhood is that you don't you aren't the fucky you're the fucker i mean i i guess that's part of it but like that never made a lot of sense to me either because like again we talked about the like the 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 idolatry of women mm-hmm. i don't i'd never made i mean i'm not saying it's it's incorrect but it's never made sense to me to be like hey you know that thing that we all really like and agree upon and write like pretty much every book and great work of mm-hmm. art about yeah well we, we think that sucks well i think what? that's what that in- <laughs> what the fuck kind of logic are you using well that's like goes back to that whole thing that um that the worst like one of the worst insults that people lob at women all the time is that like this person's a slut or a whore or whatever and they get it all the time and the flip side of that is the worst thing you can say for a man is that they're this you know they can't give any they can't provide anything yeah that they can't perform sexually that they never get laid yeah so it's like getting laid all the time is bad but never getting laid is also bad yeah depending on your gender yeah here's the thing about the whole slut shaming aspect I, uh, that does, I think it's only, st- and unfortunately because it's happened forever, I can't make this argument with any kind of reality. I'm not trying to make the argument, but I'm saying in a perfect universe, now is the time that slut shaming actually should work because now we understand disease. Mm-hmm. Before we understood what germs were, the idea of slut shaming is one of the dumbest things ever. Like, <laughs> you're like, God bless you, young lady. Like, oh, I'm so happy, like, I'm so happy you exist. Like, there's no reason to shame that person. But n- now that we understand how, like, you know, STDs work and, like, the transmission of I can actually see why, and it should be guy slut shaming as well, but like, mm-hmm. I can see now where that actually could play a role in like being a useful thing in a society. However, we didn't know about germs till relatively recently, and you guys are fucking idiots for coming up with that slut shaming thing. Like, what a dumb bunch of fucking <laughs> morons. Yeah, really dumb. Right. Well, this thing about how many industries like thrive off of the existence of slut shaming. That like all these people want these women who want to do whatever they want to do. However, whenever someone actually does, they just turn around and talk about how terrible they are. It's like even with like bro shit. 
It's like these bros, these are hypothetical bros, but say like you have a group of hypothetical bros and they've got their hypothetical collars all hypothetically popped Yeah, and they're like cruising around to get some tail. And then when they actually find tail, which is what they've been wanting, what they've been looking for, when it's all said and done, they're just like, oh yeah, it's stupid broad. I like, well, they probably don't say broad, but um, yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever the whatever they say. Swagus, I don't know. Is that what I don't? I don't. I, I, I don't know yeah, how people. You're talk. really asking the wrong person. Here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah one, one, I'm, I'm, I'm as much or worse out of contact with this universe, and two, I, as yourself, and two, I'm older. So like, yeah. there's, I mean, I just have a pile of I don't know the words you're saying <laughs> in front of me. Yeah, uh, but anyway, but like, so the, uh, the, 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 um, but then you have like these people who are like cruising around and they're quote unquote looking for like easy women to bang, yeah. and it's like, well, if you wanted more easy women to bang. You should probably stop talking shit about the yeah, women I, you bang. I, it's I like just, so self defeating. I don't. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I really don't understand. It, it makes so little sense. It, 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 it's like finding one gold nugget and then bombing the mine so no one else can get any <laughs> more gold. It's like, but there's still gold. You we're gonna salt the earth so nothing else grows. Yeah, I I, yeah. I mean, actually, that probably is it. It's some kind of like uh, some kind of ownership thing where if you now slut shame someone it's like you're mm-hmm. the one that you know you're the one that dominated or you know you're the ownership person of that so like mm-hmm. now you can so you're the one that got to be like oh well she was a she was a vestial virgin when we met and but no oh, yeah, my dick's been yeah for shame yeah, for shame yeah. your awful woman hole for taking in my 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 manness yeah, like, no, uh, it's just like dudes if you, if you want to get laid stop talking shit about the women you fuck really like it's really really simple it's true, but if I if I may, uh, uh, for the other side, give uh, some girl advice. Girls, can you please stop sleeping with guys that will later uh, say horrible things about you? They're really obvious. Lillian just described them. I, we could put out a pamphlet if you want. Stop fucking them. The world would be so much better if those guys didn't get fucked. Oh, <laughs> oh you don't know. No, no. From the woman's side, you don't know that these guys... A lot of times you don't know that these guys are that guys, those guys until it's done. But Lillian, you described somebody with a pop collar and their attitude... Those guys still get fucked. Let's talk to the girls. That, I'll, I'll talk to the no. I'll talk to the girls. You talk to the guys, and let's explain how stupid both sides oh, are. No, being. no, no. Okay, yeah. just like I'm talking about, about the, I'm talking about the very specific popped collar. Like this is obviously a shitty. Men human. do a lot though. If like a man, if a man is trying to get you in the sack, they will be really. They will. They're gonna try to be everything that you want them to be. Just for even if it's just for no, that no. night, and it's understood that's just for that night, and then you don't know what they're gonna turn around and say the next. No, time. no, completely got that. But what I'm saying is that let's just pop collar bro douchebags. Them and and let's let's have a little bit of um uh like i i'll, I'll teach them I'll, i'm fine with being a traitor to my to my uh gender i'll show you guys what we lie about i'll i'll fucking play it out for you and Fedora tell you a burning gender traitor yeah just be like <laughs> look I'll, I'll tell you how this works because like i'm embarrassed for yeah. you like it's 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 i i feel bad when when i'm watching girls i care for fall for like it's like oh no you just believe that guy oh my god he didn't even say the line very well it's like mm-hmm. he's a shitty actor and you're buying it. it's like i just i like i'll i'll teach you and you you teach you teach pop, pop color shitty guys how what they're doing is is salting the earth i'll teach girls to stop sleeping and like the world will be a better place we're all treating yeah. each other well no no i, I yeah. understand that i just think like that and, the, and there's another flip side to that of like um that i think like that people don't understand about women who go home with dudes it's like well a lot of times it's like well i can either go home with this dude who seems like kind of a douchebag or i can like go home and like watch Rocco's modern Le- Ni- Rocco's modern life on Netflix and go to bed. Yeah, but it's not like guys don't have those emotions either. No, no, no. It's not gender exclusive. Yeah. It just it's No, just, just like but it, that's the thing. It's like but that's yeah, that's kind of it, it's not that guys don't understand that about girls. It's that But women have the pressure yeah. to not acquiesce to it is the thing. Like and then, and then like the next day there's way more shame for like 
there's more shame for women the next day than there is for men the next day. Nah, not, not that part, but to say pressure to not acquiesce. There's no pressure to not is it's kind of a logical fallacy. I mean, pressure, well, you know to, pressure I mean. to not. To, you know what I'm getting at? Well, no, I do. But it's I, it is really based on like one dude should stop lying. But that's not going to happen because, you know, it's just they're they're That's, you know, that they're shitty people. And then and then the girls would stop falling for like shitty. You know, the problem is I just I just read Twitter too much. And it's just like watching the interactions and then girls reaction to it. Mm-hmm. Like, but he was I watched this. You're still why are you falling for it? It's not like I can say it first because no one ever believes you if you say it first. Mm-hmm. And then afterwards, you know, it's oh, Alex. You were right, you know. It's like, oh wow, it's weird. It's because uh, I remember when I told you in the first place, and I was going to tell you that later you're going to come back to me and say I was right, and like, and, oh, and you're mad at me because I no, because I told you you're going to be. Oh, all right, I'll see you in a month, and uh, you know, it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's like just uh, let's have a let's have a let's have a caucus. Also, I'll, I'll I'll explain our shitty rules. You explain uh, their shitty rules, and like we can have like a whole fun rebirth in the world where we can treat each other like actual people instead of weird. I know, but Dear. I think that like it's so funny that your your version of that seems to be like for for women, it's avoiding the men who do that. And I think the number one lesson should be men don't do that. Well, but women should also not do. I know I'm saying both are equal. They should both stop being stupid. Is how are women stupid? Because they're falling for that bullshit. That's dumb. That's you're being no, stupid. No, oh, not, no, it's not falling for that. Yes, bullshit. it is. Someone is lying to you, and you you believe the lie. Don't lie is the first rule. That's the first problem that you try to that you try to quash. If you're being lied to, but if lying is no longer effective because people are aware of it, which they are, people, this is a common. It's very hard to yeah. be aware of when you're being lied to. No, it's really it's Sometimes. super Sometimes. obvious. No, it's su- it's really super obvious. I've watched guys do it. I I, mm. it, dude, I, I wish I could have a fucking. I, I wish I could tape people surreptitiously and just like a Madden John Madden esque. I'll circle the moves and be like, and this guy. Okay, watch. He's gonna do a semi insult, then faint left complimenter face. Watch. Some Boom. Women, no, no. Yeah. Women sometimes women know that people are doing that. Yeah, but they still fuck them. That's what I'm saying. Is that in the end, let's both agree that guys should stop acting like shithead liars and women should stop sleeping with shithead liars. Mm. Like, and then and then we both we both win. I mean, I don't because I'm still looking on the sideline. But the people that want to exist in the universe, <laughs> you win. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna be in my fucking my altar and writing sigils with my blood. But, water boy over here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's I'll I'll be on the sideline, being like, yeah, good play, good hustle, guys, good hustle. Really appreciate that. Like that before we uh, where you complimented her, and then realize that you don't have to follow up with an insult to try to get everything off balance. Yeah, nicely done, oh, no, boys. But that, that's yeah. fucking creepy and terrible. Like, and I'm not, I'm. That's a very extreme example. I feel like they like pick up artist culture is like a very extreme example. No, no, no. I'm I'm using that because it's an understandable one. Mm-hmm. Um, I would in order to to make a more valid example, I would have to have like a video where I could show you but, where this is a the usage of those. No, yeah, I understand. Yeah. But like yeah. it's like with pick up artist culture. Like one of the biggest things is not making a chick know that you're trying to pick her up and that you're trying to manipulate this woman into like. And just sleeping with you because it's all about manipulating. No, no, I completely understand. But what, what what I'm saying is is this is you you've kind of cast a uh, 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 you were you were saying that it's it's sad that we don't know the origin of certain Christian myths around Christmas. Mm. Why is it not sad that you're aware of the pickup artist rules and wouldn't fall for them? Why are you not also open to the idea that it's there is a certain amount of fault of, well, you're aware of it. It's not like it's a secret cabal. It's not like we have to have a secret I wouldn't call handshake. it a fault, though. I would just think, like, I think there just needs to be a, more of a basic aware of, like, oh, this a, is yeah. what negging is. This is it. And it's not, like, faulting per- person. No, no, I don't mean, no, no, I, like, I, no, but I don't mean f- fault in the way that 
it, it's you should be ashamed of it and it's it and it's something that will blacken you mm-hmm. there's not a check mark against you mm-hmm. i just mean it's not i i think you're actually being kind of anti-woman where it's this innocent person sitting there and then this guy comes in and manipulates them word you use no. you said manipulate it doesn't make you hopeless it just means that, like i didn't say hopeless helpless yeah helpless but um but the no. thing is about that like if someone's um I don't know if you've like necessarily, I don't mean to like make this like personal, but like, I don't know if you have much familiarity with being on the side of being manipulated like that. Yeah, I, no, I, yes. I, I, as a woman? No, not like, as a woman, obviously. Yeah. You have no experience <laughs> being manipulated by a woman as a man because you guys That's do different. it. Cont- no, but what I'm saying is I'm aware of being manipulated. It's, it's it, still a different thing though. Being a, If you're being manipulated, you're being manipulated. Being manipulated yeah. as a woman like to, to sleep with a guy is different than being manipulated. Of course it's different. Like, it's still being manipulated. Yeah, it's, just, it's a false equivalency. I'm just saying. No, no, like, but no, but what I'm saying is it's still being manipulated. It's not that there's there's a there's a chaste person sitting there with with I I'm sitting here in my in my complete innocence and now I've been manipulated into this. There is a complicity in that you got manip- like if I were if I were to be uh, uh, talked into being sold a, a shitty used car, that's not the car salesman's fault. Mm-hmm. He's a car salesman. That's what he does. Guy that's talking to you at the bar, that's what he does. It's the it's being situationally aware. Now, I'm not saying that car salesmen are good people or pickup artists are good people, but what I'm saying is there's awareness in walking onto a car lot that I wish uh, uh, women would be aware of when having some shitty guy hit up at the bar. I'm not saying it's right, but I'm saying it's the world that exists. Mm-hmm. And yes, they should change, but being manipulated is not an excuse because you're allowing yourself to be manipulated. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going to buy a shitty used car. I'm aware of that. I'm not going to have some horrible hose beast like, you know, the the the, the crazy girl thing that exists. They, they exist. They're they're at bars. They talk to you and try to get you home, like, from a male perspective. And I go, no, thank you, because I, I know you. I know what is happening here, because I've watched my friends do this. And then it's two years later of, dude, you have no fucking idea. Like, let me show you this email she just sent me. Like, I, I'm aware of this, so I'm not going mm-hmm. to let it happen. Not saying it's great on the guy's part when they manipulate someone, but it's still you're being manipulated, and that's. I just think that yeah. like putting the blame on the person being manipulated is like a slippery. Not putting the blame. I'm saying there blame. is no, but there's no. blame on both sides. Okay, yeah, yeah. no, and I'll, I'll admit to a level of that, but I don't think that ultimately, ultimately. The blame lands in the manipulator. Well, no, like, the blame lies in both. There's no 100%. There's no There's no good guys and bad guys in the world. Mm. What I'm saying is someone is, I mean, let's say it's dumb enough to be manipulated and someone else is dumb enough to manipulate. Or yeah. someone's really good at manipulating. You're really giving men that much credit? I'm not giving men that much credit. I'm just saying that like some, like, like I don't think you're looking at the game as like a... But it's the fact that there's the term "the game." How fucking obvious is it that? I was using the game. No, 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 no. No, no. But I'm saying is the fact that there is a term means it's like it's like you're flipping through channels and go, "There's something called baseball." What? They're hitting things (laughs) with balls. What the fuck is happening? It's like you're aware there's terminology for this. It's happened since fucking Jump Street. And I'm also thinking that like I feel like that we're 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 approaching this issue as uh, from the angle of like people who are aware enough of. The fact that this but that's what, in the first place, that's why I compare, which most people are But that's why, I was, that's why I was comparing it to the Christmas thing earlier, where if, if you weren't thinking this as feminine and masculine, if you thought of it as, well, people aren't aware that Christmas comes from pagan things, you were fine with that. But when it's women aren't aware that men are shitheads. Because those be, are very different issues. I mean, like... They no, but be, of course they're different issues, but the same thing is awareness. You live in the world. I mean, it's I'm mm. aware of a lot of things that have absolutely fucking nothing to do with me. Mm. Like, I, I'm, I'm... Like... Uh, 
I can't think of one off the top of my head, but like, uh, I, I know how curling works. I've never watched it, but I'm aware of it. You know, it exists. It's, it had nothing to do with me. But if someone comes up and go, hey, you want to go with some curling? I'd be like, yes, I'm aware of the things you're saying to me and I can respond in an intelligent manner. Mm. Now, yes, it's his fault for trying to make me go curling, but that doesn't make me complicit if I all of a sudden find myself throwing fucking well, well, down Well, I think it's like this boils down to the fact that if women weren't shamed for doing, for, for, for going for things like that, men wouldn't have to have this elaborate thing based around it. If it was okay to just go home with somebody. Yeah. And have oh no, absolutely, them. and I think like that's a thing. Yeah. But I think that's a I think that's a, a, a it, that's the primary argument, and this is the secondary, or that's a secondary argument, and the first one's primary. But the point is, it's not like there's there's no complacency on both sides. It's I'm just it's, saying the primary it, argument to me is that this is like a this is like a trapping of patriarchy essentially, like that. Um, but you're allowing the patriarchy in that it, it, you're being manipulated. It, it, it's why you let them think that you are like well, no wait. Listen to what he just said. You're, mm-hmm. No, stop that. That was a shitty argument. I'm not going to pretend that you said it. It's if you're being manipulated, you have been manipulated. That's that's you've 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 ceded your power to someone else. So, th- yeah, that sucks, and it sucks for both sides. It's not that's not a fun, well, and it doesn't suck for the guy because apparently they like that kind of stuff. But for the betterment of humankind it sucks on both sides i'm just saying the fact that that ha- manipulation has to happen in the first place the fact that it's like 2000 fucking oh no absolutely and, and yeah, you know you can't and this just... is where i agree with you 100 percent. yeah but that's i think my that's my fundamental a... argument outside of everything my no, main but, argument is yeah. just that like it's bullshit that it's 2013 and that people have to dance around each other like yeah that. no no i 100 agree absolute mm-hmm. nonsense and i think there's a there's a growing awareness of that where i, I know quite a few ladies that are quite open that just go well i like the whole poly thing that's like i was just gonna talk and, about that like, like leaps and bounds growing yeah. i'm like oh that's cool like you, you that's what you're into like i i'd be terrible in a poly thing like but i'm really happy people are doing it. like yay like like so the awareness is growing and that's cool but there's yeah there's a certain amount of yeah there's still a lot of this old concept of, yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and apparently this is an american thing as well because uh, somebody was telling me that um uh, uh, in England, then uh, it may apply to other places as well, of course. But in England is the one that was told to me is that uh, women are much more like, um, like DTF. Yes, yeah, because uh, I, 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 I was not aware of this because I guess I mean my idea of England is from like nineteen. That's fucking not 50 something. what I've heard. I, my, my, like I don't know. I, I knew a lot of English people for a while, and like pretty much almost all. And like this is me vastly generalizing, but like a lot of the Englishmen I talk to. Just talk mad shit about British women. No, but like, when I'm all no, the time. Oh no, 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 I mean on the from the lady side. Guys are terrible. Like, look, we. I'm fine with that. I'm, I'm, I'm someone speaking here, and there's a dick like really close to the part of my body that I think matters, like brain and mouth. <laughs> there's a dick like right here. So I'm speaking from somebody with <laughs> guys are fucking terrible. We're, yeah. we're, I like I'm one of the better ones, and I'm fucking horrible. Um, so like, let's take that off the table. What I mean is, like, lady folk in in England are Why much are guys more terrible though. I mean, like, I think it's because they have like these. Like the same, that same reason we go to fucking stupid churches every week and like little kids. You're told to be terrible. Well, yeah, it's culture. It's, yeah, it's nonsense. It's, yeah, it's garbage. It's fucking, you can't get tattooed and blended cloth. It's it's garbage. It's nonsense fucking. And not after the second day or whatever. Yeah, yeah, not before the second day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just caveman shitheadness that still sticks in. But uh, like, apparently like in England, there's a lot more like uh, kind of women doing the Oh, well, we're friends, so we should just, you know, like, I, I have, you know, I have a need to do this, so let's just, like, we'll do a little, like, a uh, little uh, sex making. Oh, that there. is not what I heard from British men. Oh, this is, uh, I mean, 
but I don't know. This is what I mean. Again, I guess it's who were who were the one that I was described to me was kind of upwardly mobile, kind of professional women. This is like a big thing in England. But again, I'm coming from my my sample set is exactly one guy that told me this. But he's okay. a rather bright fellow. Like he's not someone that I think would uh, give me wrong information. Like he he's he's quite the thinker. Uh, on, no, the main thing I was told was like, oh man, this is why like American girls, you don't have to do all these things. You don't have to do all these. Oh, like, see, you know? no, 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 no. See, that's no, that's the problem right there. They don't realize that they have an accent. An accent's cheating. An accent. Ge- oh, not 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 when you're in Europe. No, no, but does. no, no. But he said American G- guy with accent or girl with accent talking to American. It's oh, you skip like fourteen steps. I mean, that's not fair. That's like some kind of that's like truth serum. That's not even fair. Oh, not no, no, not when you're surrounded by it. Not when everyone has an accent. No, but that's not the reference point. Is that is yeah. that he's talking about American girls? So the idea would be that it would be American girl in England. So it would be oh, look at your cute little accent talking to you. It's it's that's everybody. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying like. The, the whole no, I'm not saying live there. I'm saying uh, no, no, American I'm saying, girls. That, yeah. yeah. No, that'll, even that, yeah. like, I'm just saying that mystique wears off. Like, oh, of course quickly, it wears yeah. off. But generally, you're not in England for long enough to have it wear off. It's, mm. you know, uh, like I, my, my friends in Australia have mm. told me that, oh, they, there's nothing they like better. Girls and guys, there's nothing like better when Americans come in because it's just instant like, oh, you like my little accent, do you? Like, it's just immediately Where'd like. Where'd you get Irish when you said Because uh, I don't know how to do accents. I didn't know how to do. <laughs> Uh, I didn't know because there's one kind of uh, uh, Australian accent that's kind of Irishy, and I failed at it miserably. But there's one that, and I thought maybe I could do it, like because I can sort of sound Irish. Uh-huh. But yeah, it didn't work. It just came out Irish. But I've been told that this is uh, this is a thing that uh, yeah, they're, they're just it's like this known quantity of no. Of course, you're there for a month. It's just like, oh, would you just shut up, you Aussie? Fucking just go headbutt someone and be an asshole. Like no, but, eventually yeah, yeah. you realize which stereotypes are true and why. And, yeah, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That, yeah, sorry, yeah. I might be stereotypical to Australians, but like I've never met one that wasn't slightly violent, really like the outdoors. Like, I mean, there's there's certain look, sorry. Like, I'm a fat American. I'm not saying I'm not gonna say you're fucking being, you know, racist to me if you call me a fat American. It happens mm-hmm. to be true, you know. Well, what I always thought was really funny that I didn't realize was an American stereotype was that um I'd be talking about stuff because it's one of the things that's frustrating when you're abroad is that um you don't know. I think, I think probably if you say when you're a lady, it would be better. Well, no, no, no. When you're abroad, like. No, no, okay. no. Oh, no. I, Thank I, I, you. I, I okay, realized you didn't get yeah, it. Yeah. I was like, I had to repeat myself because I sound like an idiot right here. I get it. Anyway, was that there are certain stereotypes that Americans aren't aware of. That one of which is like you, you think that you go abroad and you've got like the stereotype that like Americans are brash and loud and that stereotype exists. But that's like a really basic stereotype. There's more subtle stereotypes that go beyond that. And like part of it is when you do go abroad, like you realize how much of American culture is saturated abroad. Yeah. Or in Europe or in Prague or whatever. That's my exa- my experience. Whatever. It's a, yeah. yeah. And, but in my experience, like. So you can like reference a South Park episode and have everyone get it, but then you'll like men- make another American reference and have them all look at you and you're just like, oh man, I am being one of those imperialistic American assholes that yeah. assumes that every, so like there's times where I have apologized and I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm being, eth- I'm so sorry for being ethnocentric right now. I know I'm being ethnocentric and having my friends be like, that is the most American thing you've done. Is like the apology, the apology, yeah, yeah, yeah. the apologizing, the, the 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 consciousness of it, yeah, which is really funny because I've seen Americans like be total douchebags, like and make me really embarrassed to be like, yeah, those guys are theoretically with me somewhere. I was you know? I was aware of that one like, because uh, one of my friends was telling me about how uh, he he was uh, we were talking about soccer hooliganism and he's he's from uh, Manchester. 
And uh, it, this essentially this topic came up. He's like, no, why the fuck would I think that they represent me? That's a really dumb thing. Like, <laughs> like these fucking idiot skinhead people that throw darts at each other. That is nothing new. I have an education. Like, mm-hmm. as well as like, and you know, I see your point of, uh, not your point, but I see that realization of uh, it's, it is weird that sometimes we do associate ourselves. Like, I think like the fat American, well, I shouldn't say fat American, but the, um, I can't think of other American stereotypes, but yeah, you think like, oh, you're you're there to you're like, no, I'm one of the good ones, but that is still bringing. Well, you know, what was really funny was all the British people, um, kind of thought that for whatever reason the Americans or the British were like comrades in arms against like the backwardness that was the Czech Republic. So like, <laughs> that's weird. Oh, it was really weird. So the British people would be like. Oh yeah, I can't believe like, and they'd like just, like they'd give you that elbow and be like, yeah, like this. Like, can you believe these people don't have dryers and stuff like that? And I'm like, I'd be like, I'm trying not to diss the people that I live with right now. <laughs> like, um, yeah. I'm trying not to diss the culture that I've chosen, have chosen to live in. And I know you guys are just visiting for your stag party or whatever yeah. the fuck, and it's just a tourist thing for you. But like, I'm really trying not to diss on the, on the people that I'm living around and the culture that I'm choosing to live in, and like. So it was like all these like American stereotypes that I was really, really paranoid about affirming the British people were just running around just doing it all over the place. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like flagrantly doing it to the point where some of my English students even said one time, like, and they were like, oh, we would like when my co- one of my teachers did like a, the teachers did a, a fake tourist thing. And they were like, oh, you were tourist. You were British tourist. We hate British tourists. Yeah. <laughs> we hate them. And it was like, not American tourists. It was very specifically yeah. like, they very, very much hated the British tourists because the British tourists were so open about just coming and being like, yeah, can you believe how backwards this place That's, is? Like, It's so funny you say that. The uh, I love the, the British being kind of unawares of this because I've had the same thing where uh, I, I'd explained to one of my friends that he he made some comment along those lines, like uh, them against the Czech, but it wasn't the Czech Republic. It was something mm. along those lines. And I kind of like in deadpan, I was like, you do realize like none of us know the thing that you're going against. Like I know none of the history you're referencing. We're yeah. not on your side. We're not aware there's a fucking side on this one. But what's really funny is when Australians show up, they think it's Americans and Australians against the English. The English <laughs> against, and they, it's really funny because what's odd is because I always thought that like everybody hated America, but it turns out like Everyone wants to be America's friend. Yeah, it's weird because it's not. <laughs> it's like everybody kind. It's almost like it's almost like everybody thinks America's like your jerk older brother, but you still really love them because it's like there's always like this like, but, oh yeah, England. You know, it's in the, in England's like look at those fucking assholes over there. Yeah, right, America. It's like I don't, I don't, uh, I really have. No I had idea people what, doing that to me no. all the time. I had people from all over Europe doing that with me and being like, oh yeah, I can't believe my like dryer's broken. This fucking country and stuff like that, and I'd just be like. Yeah, you probably you probably feel that way. Like, yeah. you know, there's a weird. Yeah, there's a weird thing with uh, in Germany. Um, uh, oh God, I'm not going to get this right. Okay, no, I, I have it somewhat right. There's a thing about the solidarity of who has ice available in restaurants because Germany doesn't have ice. They don't. I mean, obviously they have ice. It's not like it's fucking. You know, mm-hmm. it's not like it's the dark ages. But like, uh, they don't put ice in Coca Cola or whatever. Like most restaurants don't have ice to put like uh-huh. I, don't, I don't know why the reasoning behind this is maybe it's changed since then but uh i i remember hearing distinctly that there's like this weird kind of band of coca-cola with ice countries versus the war like there's this really weird oh you know maybe it was warm beer not coke either well, way the point is like there's this like weird like band of solidarity with these like over these completely asinine things and then you'd get like the the yeah you know i like you yanks because you know you have you know that you do it this way and it's like yes Yes, we do. And we like you for doing it the same way. Yeah. I'd no, say. I had people all the time being like, well, you know what they say about like, 
Latvia or whatever and be like, no, yeah, I don't know yeah. what they say about that's Latvia. Where, yeah, because yeah, uh, good things happen Dr. there. Do- yeah. Dr. Doom's from there, right? Yeah, quite the Fantastic <laughs> Four. Yeah, Latvia. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, those are good. Those are like those potato pancakes. Yeah, yeah. And it was like it was like I felt better like just just being like, yes, there's a stereotype that you're referring to. Yeah, yeah. Like, yes, yeah, something about the Polish people probably have this thing going on. What I like a lot about the um, talking to uh, it seems more ignorant to not know what the stereotypes are. I love it because I, I, my my American life is that way very much that um, I love uh, uh, the reference South Park talking to people uh, in, in Prague. I, I don't know any South Park like I watched it whatever the year it came out maybe the next season but mm-hmm. like i've not seen in like well over a decade i watched not... tons of south park in prague because that was like the only website that worked oh no i just mean yeah. like any of those social references i'm just using like family guy i've not seen since it came back on the air probably like mm-hmm. i don't know i shouldn't keep referencing cartoons but like there's swaths of culture i don't know to the most point of that... which are cartoons <laughs> yeah no but it's, i was just trying to think of the ones that people make references yeah that... no, i understand because a lot of people make references and i look the type that would understand their cartoon reference and i was like no, i don't and I kind of feel like this solidarity or the, like the European thing of like, yeah, I don't, I, I'm, I, it's sorry. I, I didn't know about you and the Scottish. Like, yeah, I don't, I, I didn't, I, I didn't oh, watch. It was so yeah, hard to I, keep track of like who didn't like which country and why. And they expect you to know that. It's like, well, I don't want to know the, be the ignorant American who doesn't know why you don't like this country well, yeah. for whatever silly reason. And it's like, I, I, it was so, it was so weird. I, I know so little cause I really am the ignorant American on a lot of that shit. So uh, like, I know a lot about Britain, but like, uh, not much after Rome left. Like, I really yeah. like it's. I don't know a shit. Like, I really don't. Like, I know a lot about like the history of your over there, but like, I don't. I don't really know a whole lot about like right now. Like, I'd, I'd like it's is Hadrian's Wall still there? Because I can tell you a bit about that. Like, I, I yeah, I sorry, I don't really know. I, I, don't, <laughs> I, I know Churchill. He was English, you know. It's and I do also like the thing of uh, they what really makes them mad if you say that. Uh, if you say that, uh, um, that, uh, uh, I, we don't know. What's the one it's yeah. That Ireland, that the top of Ireland is Scotland. Oh, they fucking hate that. Cause, uh, apparently I don't know why, but like, I think, I guess they hate each other, but the idea is that if Never you get the, call the Irish part of the UK, they hate that. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. Hate <laughs> There's like uh, a lot of things that you like, you don't have to think about cause you don't have to deal with it. Like on a, like a basic social level. But, and then when you but, do, it's like, uh, but also on that note, I've asked every fucking person I know from, Britannia-ish area that that circle around England. Mm-hmm. What the difference between the, uh, the British Empire, the UK, and and, uh, and um, what's the other one? Um, Northern Ireland. No, there's like there, there's there's Scotland, Britain. Sorry, Britain, the UK, and England. Uh-huh. And none of them have the answer readily. None of them answer. And then they'll be real quick to go, oh, you dumb American. Explain it to me, sir. And no, no, please tell me, where does Wales fit? Tell me, tell me where I, they, none of them fucking know. They go, well, no, the UK is kind of like Britain, but it's, it's, oh, well, there's a lot of stammering there. You're really quick to call me the dumb American. But the thing is, what I've learned over the years is no one knows anything, and including myself. And it's and it's, if you just don't pretend, it works out really well because me and you all get to like hug each other. In a ignorance. really, a really annoying thing about when people talk about Americans being ignorant about that, though, is it's like we're really not exposed to that kind of shit. It's like, well, I'm fine. Yeah, yeah, I'm fine with being ignorant because I mean, I, it, it, we've got a big fucking country. Do you realize? How, like, I mean, you do because you've been in Europe, but like, Europe's really like. Oh yeah, I'm I'm really I, I'm as familiar with the Northeast of the United States as they are with with Europe or or with uh, with sorry with Britain or the UK, let's say. 
I, so, I, but I don't get to win. I still look like the, but it's like landmass wise, the amount of things I have to know, the amount of states and whatnot, like I, I don't have, I, sorry, like you're way the fuck over there. Do you realize how, do you realize how fucking far away California is from fucking New York? <laughs> it's real. If you fucking did that distance, dude, you're, you'd be in like Russia. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah. Like I can't, I can't fucking sympathize with your weirdo shit. All right. So wait, we're done with that. Um, I have to cover this up because, uh, we've gone a million years too long. I'm probably going to break this up. Action park. Yes. Oh. Um, so I'm going to uh, break this up in two episodes, probably. Let me see how long we'll be going. Okay. Yeah. So, but since we're doing that, I want to get another topic in. So, Can I pee? Uh, yeah, yeah. Wait, let, me, let me hit pause. Okay. Uh, okay. So um, we are back. So um, Lillian, I guess you've seen this one. Uh, so I found mm-hmm. this today. Uh, it's a documentary on Action Park and Wild Water Kingdom in beautiful Vernon, New Jersey. Wildwater Kingdom with Dorney Park. Oh, Dorney Park and Wildwater Kingdom. That's yeah. it. I, I was, oh, that's right. Dorney Park. Um, Action Park had like the dry part of Action Park. Uh, okay. No, no. I Yeah, I know. That's why I thought it was. I thought it was Action Park and Wild. Uh, yeah, no, no. You're absolutely right. It's Dorney okay. Park. But I thought um, uh, that's why I got it confused. It was they, like Peanuts themed. Yeah. Yes. You know, I, I, okay. yeah. I remember the theme song to it. But um, so Action Park, uh, I found this. Um, I found this documentary on it. And. I'm going to post it on the Alex Cast website for the episode. And, well, essentially, it's this. I th- don't think we've ever talked about it on the show before, but Action Park was this... Uh, beautiful thing. Yeah, beautiful thing. It was It was a... <laughs> It was it, it, it was if uh, carnies that uh, normally just run shitty Ferris wheels and, and, and you know, uh, very minor, uh, 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 you know, roller coasters had started a water park. And then didn't bother to get any safety inspections. Well, I remember um, Well, one cool thing about Action Park was Action Park didn't have any tie-ins with anything. Action Park was just Action Park. Yeah. Like, we were talking about Dorney Park had, like, this bullshit Peanuts connection and and all the um, Six Flags have, like, the Warner Brothers thing. You know, like, they have all these weird pop cultural yeah. tie-ins to their park. Action Park was just Action Park. Well, that's the thing is Action Park was started by I forget the guy's name, but he t- he's referenced in the in the documentary a lot. And it was started in the seventies about a dude that just went, "I'm just gonna start a park uh, on this random fucking mountain in the middle of nowhere, New it's Jersey." It's gonna be the coolest park ever. Yeah, yeah, like, and that was part of his thing was he was just like, "Yeah, not only are you gonna start a park, I'm gonna start the park that I want. Yeah. It's gonna be like this." And... Well, it's very like P.T. Barnum. It was very yeah, just yeah. Like, yeah. So um, the the what's the wonderful shot that uh that advertises the documentary is uh so it's essentially you look up you, you walk up these flight of stairs and go down an enclosed tube slide and the bottom of the tube slide is a full fucking circle like a loop so, so you do a loop just carried by your own body weight and slide potential down this loop to do a full circle and then spit out into uh you know some kind of uh some kind of you know pool or whatnot okay so my mom claims um that we were at Action Park. I was young, so I don't remember. But she, to this day, claims that we were there one one of the rare days that that was actually in operation. Which actually I don't did know. happen. Well, like, it, it was, was in operation. It was open for like a week or two and then shut down permanently. My like, mom, yeah. my mother claims that we were there. And um, she claims that she watched people come out of that and that there was no line for it. And everyone that came out looked like... Not just injured, but dazed. Yeah. Like, nobody came out of it looking like they had a good time. Everybody exited it just looking, like, oh, like rattled. Well, I mean, here's, I mean, here's the thing is that uh, – let me, let me describe to you uh, what I think is a really great idea. Is you should make someone really dizzy and then not know which way is up and which way is down. And, and put then them in water. Them in water. <laughs> I'm pretty 
pretty sure that ended. I don't know if you can see in the picture. No, that's the end of the picture. Um, um, I I think it ended in like a skid. I don't think. It yeah, was no, I think I think it's uh like a like a slip and slide kind of ending. Yeah, you know, yeah. like a couple inches of water. But it, it was just what an incredibly bad idea. So in the movie, they talk about how people would come out of there with a broken nose because at the top of the loop you would just fall. Like they're <laughs> like they talk about how the um. The, their testing of it they just threw a dummy down there and it came out with its fucking arm falling off or whatever and like yeah i got through the other side we'll do it oh, so yeah and also they used to pay like 20 dollars to teenagers who like, they're yeah. urban legend at least they, no they talk about in the movie it's a hundred dollars oh, okay. for them to try out one of the new rides uh that they'd, they'd, they'd pay off uh, <laughs> we're all the kids drunk that teenagers there. yeah and they also um i don't know if this was i don't remember i, I know i've seen this documentary yeah. before but they talk about how they had to build a hatch at the top of it because someone got stuck and it wasn't until someone got stuck who was an actual writer before they realized like, oh, oh no. we should probably build a hatch that was at not, the top that yeah. was not referenced in this one oh, okay um, i know this that's it, another urban legend surrounding this I, I, I think that one actually is probably an ur- actually an ur- urban legend because they said in the movie that this it was only open for a week or two. Okay. So I think it was pretty much they did it. A bunch of people got hurt and then they closed it. But... I'll have to ask my mom. I, she swears that she watched people do this. Oh, no. There's a good chance that maybe we were there for that week. I don't know. But the fact is it's it was only open you know in the summer. And yeah. this was probably around the time your mother had. Oh, are you the oldest? Yeah. So this was, and that may have been before your time, but like. The fact is, like, it was close enough that it's possible that that, you know, there's well, not that many weeks in the summer. Well, I remember there was always that so. specter of that. You remember. You've been to Action oh, Park. Yeah. yeah. There was always a specter of that slide there. And it, yeah. even when it wasn't operational, it just stood to remind you of the possibilities of Action Park. That you are in a place yeah. where the normal roles of water park no longer apply. Well, yeah. I remember uh, the time. I mean, I went uh, not, you know, I'm not certainly like some kind of expert, that, uh, but I probably went, I'm going to say maybe five times you know not mm-hmm. you know, not some huge amount but like I, you know is there you know enough times that i you know i i, I had been there and my memory of that i don't i remember the loop the loop uh the loop ride but uh i don't remember ever looking at it. i remember like the stories of it yeah well, it was like kind of like almost a cautionary tale of like this is the kind of sh- this is the kind of place you're at right now well they were talking they- about <laughs> in the um and the, the one that the chew that uh i still remember uh, and and I and I did get hurt on both of them in some way, not badly, but you know, got my bumps and bruises. Is that at the top of the um the uh, mountain slide, the mountain luge kind of slide? Oh. The, it's you know, it's like kind of half of a. What are those called? The alpine slide. Alpine slide. Yeah. yeah. And essentially, uh, you went down on this sled, and, and the brakes never worked. They talk about it in the, in the documentary. The brakes were either always on or just couldn't work. Oh, I, I, I don't know. Um, and I do remember the time I went on that the brakes were not very functional, and I just, you know, road rashed the complete shit out of my arm on the way down. But um, at the top of that, and I don't remember these pictures, but enough people referenced it that I'm sure it's I true. I remember the pictures. Was that there's pictures of people that had gotten hurt on the ride oh, as a cautionary no. tale. Okay, and also, <laughs> by the way, I was like eight. Yeah. The first time I went on that, maybe even younger than eight, I was like seven or something. I mean, it closed in 96, so what were you, like 12, 11? So, I mean, it's not, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, your possible age of being there is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I was like seven or eight. And um, also, what people don't understand is that was like the last ride in the dry area. So, that was like usually the last thing you went on before you went to the water park. So, that was like, but that also meant that it was one of the earliest things that you went on. Yeah. Was the Alpine slide. So, you were greeted in Action Park. But you go off this like ski lift and then you get off and there's just these horrible, brutal, gross pictures yeah. of people with their skin just sloughed completely off. Yeah. 
Is that how you pronounce it? Slav? I think it's sloft. Sloft. Okay. Yeah. But you know which word I'm saying. Yeah. Yes. I, okay. I'm not 100% sure that uh, my pronunciation is right, but I, the way that you're saying it is spelled that way, so you're okay, fine. Okay, sloft. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Either way, completely off. And just like having like this raw, bloody surface. And yeah. that was scarred in my head. Yeah. Because like, I was young enough that like that was one of the most gross things that I've ever seen, let alone a real gross thing. Um, yeah. And like... So they're like, all right, so this is what's going to happen if you don't do this the right way. Have fun. Yeah. But do you know what, though? The last time I went to Action Park, um, I went there probably in 95 or 96, right before it closed. Yeah. And uh, the last time I went there, you had to wear a helmet and, like, pads oh, and really? stuff. Yeah. Oh, that definitely wasn't there when I was there. No, no. Yeah, that was like, yeah. And you had to sign a waiver. Yeah. No, you had uh, to sign a waiver, and which was funny because that absolved you, uh, absolved the park. Yeah. From anything that happened. And since pretty much everyone rides the Alpine slide when they first get there, you get to Action Park. And the first thing you do is to sign a waiver yeah. saying that whatever happened in Action Park is not their problem. <laughs> well, they talk about in the documentary uh, that uh, his insur- he actually created his own insurance company in the Cayman <laughs> Islands to, to insure his park. So it's, I mean, it, this was, but I remember, I do remember the, uh, the, the, the Alpine slide and the one that my terror, uh, there's two that I remember being terrified of. Uh, that getting kind of uh, one was just one of the slides where we went down on the two but at the bottom um the people in front of us hadn't cleared yet so we had this massive smash up and mm-hmm. it was just kind of like we're all tangled up with our heads underwater it wasn't that you know it was like three feet of water but it was still like just bodies and it was well, like a lot oh i'm act- gonna die yeah a lot of the rides in action park rel- relied on on physics like as in um i remember the tube slide specifically was that you would go down a slope go into a whirlpool the next slot the next person was supposed to bump you out of your whirlpool and down to the next slide oh yeah which is all well and good unless you're an eight-year-old girl yeah and the next person coming down is a 250 pound year old man yeah and like i remember i have this very very specific memory of having um this giant ass like jersey dude coming down his like his tank top and whatnot like banging into me knocking the tube out from underneath me (laughs) and just knocking me into the water and he grabbed me by the wrist and grabbed my tube by his other hand so like he like you rescued me essentially oh yeah yeah but i would have just gone completely down into that whirlpool if that guy hadn't grabbed me yeah because somehow they assumed that those physics were going to be the same for everybody yeah we're doing that's they also talked about the wave pool that opened there that uh i think the wave pool there was uh in its like five or six deaths well it's years of operation from 79 uh, 79 to 96 they had i think it was six deaths and you know hundreds of of, of injuries mm-hmm. and uh they, they may i'm not sure if they're joking about it but they actually said like you know it got closed 20 years close to 20 years ago and no other park has caught up with their death toll yet like it, it, <laughs> but um so i remember that and the one that the one that really got me when i was a kid was uh, well the rope swing got me because i was just so terrified and i finally got on it and realized i wasn't strong enough of a swimmer after being so terrified to get back because the, the water was freezing cold too. well the water was freezing cold and there was like quite a bit of a swim to get back to the to the ladder to like get out of the pool and uh, after you're so terrified that, uh, that you know, kind of out of breath and I'm like, oh, I'm not that good of a, oh, fuck. And I, I you know, it was more of a terror moment. But uh, the the one that I, I really got fucked on was um, there was the one where you go down the tube, you go down the slide by, without a tube, like it's a, mm-hmm. you know, propelled slide. And then you do that drop that's about, I don't know, 700 feet into the pool My below. dad did that. And it hurt him really bad because, yeah. um, but if you do, they had also all these like Tarzan swings and they also had just cliff jumps yeah but if you do the cliff jump then you hit the water down your feet into the water yeah if you did the slide your you, back hit the water it was really poorly you adjusted de- yourself in air which apparently some people did i did not it was really poorly yeah. designed my father did it he had like welts on his yeah. back 
And it was like just accepted that you go to Action Park and yeah. you're going to get hurt. And uh, yeah, I, it was one of those things. That, yeah, I mean, the whole movie is really just based around the guy made the movie to find out if like his memories of how ridiculous this place is is mm. true. And apparently, you know, through the interviews, it's like, yeah, it was that true. And I, I mean, that's my memory of it. I mean, I remember, you know, you, so you go down this, you know, I don't know 200 foot slide. Uh, and then pop out and you're uh, probably what 20 feet above the water or something like that. Yeah. I mean, you know, whatever a high dive board is, you know, like about that amount, but you're getting shot of a slide. So you're, you're parallel to the water. So yeah. either you have to fix yourself or you just go smash. And I remember kind of not getting the wind knocked out of me, but definitely not being in the position that I particularly felt like holding my breath, which is one of the necessary parts of going underwater. Yeah. Um, and then it's just like, what the, and it's one of those things that over the years of my life, I'd kind of every now and again, it would pop in my head and, and it would be one of those. So what the fuck? You know, one thing I just want to say about Action Park that I've like seen a lot. Of, I've seen and read a lot of things about Action Park and none of them bring us up. Action Park was kind of pretty from what I remember. All oh, the, the area's nice. Yeah. You know, Vernon's a pretty area. Yeah, well, it was yeah. all built into the woods, though. Yeah, yeah. And all the slides and whatnot were built to look or not. Well, half of it. So half of the park was like nature park. Well, n- nature, quote yeah, unquote. Yeah. But um, and um, half the park was like actual slides that look like slides. But um, for the most part, it was like they even had like sand, like they had fish tanks, so it looked like there were fish swimming in like next to it. And they had grottos. Do you remember the grottos? No. There were parts where you could go underwater and come up in this underwater cave. Like there were these tiny caves oh, that were covered that. in graffiti yeah. that were just in like they had like these like common swimming areas that weren't part of a. They weren't part of like a slide or anything like that. And you could go underwater and pop out into this tiny underwater cave and the inside was covered in graffiti and there was usually like some teenagers making out and then they would give you stink eye and then you would leave. Yeah. (laughs) There were all these like little secret caves built in too. I don't remember that. That's all. I wish I'd seen that. Um, I remember that specifically. Well, I remember uh, it was funny because I mentioned that everybody was drunk. They talked about, you know, I do. I I have this very firm memory of it. It was the old style Budweiser can. Um, and seeing the teenage kids like drinking in public and thinking how cool that was. And it wasn't until watching this as a 33 year old man going, Hey, wait a second. Teenagers can't drink beer. Like, never, and, like, it's not like it's something I like went back and thought about, Penguins but I was like, can't fly. Yeah. Cause yeah. I, I just remembered seeing like, Oh, that's so cool. The teenagers are like, you know, having Budweiser's and hanging out. I'd like, I can't wait oh, see, for that's me to you be being that slightly age. older than me that yeah. I didn't even think I didn't, I didn't not notice that. At no, all. it was yeah. definitely the, the the kids that when I was young that were teenagers were still still looked like the seventies. Yeah. So uh they're, you know, drinking the old style Budweiser cans and just like the it was just like very seventies and, and you know, that was like, Oh, that's so cool. I can't wait to be that age. And I, did, I mean I didn't put it together for years. If someone had brought it up, of course I would have put it together of the what the fuck? Like but I was there with my I was there with my parents. Teenagers like just openly drinking all over action yeah, park. I was yeah. there with my parents and they like no one looked no one looked sideways. It was just like what I don't understand how this is happening. I mean, it was the eighties, so there was a uh, I went to yeah. Action Park one time because I don't know if you remember um, Mark Wiener in Wienerville that was on Nickelodeon no. back in the day. He did this thing where he had a this puppet slash cartoon variety show on Nickelodeon where it was a guy's head. It was a human-sized head on this tiny puppet body that was operated by waving. Oh, that does sound vaguely familiar to me. That's that's ringing a bit of a it, bell. His name yeah. was Mark. It was like this this guy named Mark Wiener who did it. And uh, they did Mark, they did like Wienerville on tour. And one of them was at this like atrium in Action Park. And we got to go. And I got a, uh, we got a t shirt and he got autographed and everything. And it was really, really awesome. And then my dad was too cheap to pay for a locker while we all went on a water slide. So we stashed the backpack that had everything we <laughs> needed awesome. in it. Yeah. 
um like that had all the money that had our t-shirt that had his wallet yeah that like like in retrospect it's like what the fuck was my father thinking yeah kind of thing um so we just stashed it in an open cubby wow and we all went on a water slide and we came back and the backpack was gone so we didn't have any money and we didn't have any so we had no food for the rest of the entire day at action park I think I ate some French fries off of a off of a table that someone abandoned. Like it was yeah. like we had this urchin thing going on. But then they found the backpack in the woods by Action Park. Oh really? Yeah. Oh yeah. And um, they found the backpack and the Wienerville T-shirt signed by Mark Wiener himself was still in it. And so we still got that T-shirt. And like my dad's wallet was in there, but it was like completely emptied out. Yeah. But like someone ditched it. Like they went through it uh. and ditched it. And we wrote a letter to Mark Wiener, and he wrote us a letter back and called our house or something and said that he was sorry oh. about it. But um, oh, happy ending for you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, but I do remember. Also, that- uh, just by the way, I just want to go a little bit one step backwards where we're talking about it. Sometimes stereotypes actually are real. <laughs> just over the course of conversation, you reference that your father is the Jewish person, and, and then you just went through a story of like, he was too cheap to put a fucking backpack in, so he had every yes, worldly he didn't possession. Want to pay, he yeah. didn't want to pay 50 cents yeah. for a fucking locker. Yeah. So yeah. he put everything like open, assuming that no one was going to grab it. Yeah. yeah. Like, it just, it's just funny that both those topics get, have come, yeah, both those topics have come up is. over the course of the conversation. It's like, oh, come on. That's... that's I mean, that literally is the setup for like a horrible fucking anti-religious oh, I know, joke. I know. <laughs> yeah. But that's like one of my big things. And I remember, um, do you remember the people mover that they had between the dry part of Action Park? One of the dry parts of parts of Action Park, by the way, was um, the tanks that shot, uh, they shot, what are they called? Uh, tennis balls. And you could ride in the, t- if you paid money, you could ride in a tank and shoot tennis balls at other tanks that were like in cages. Oh, I don't remember that at all. Oh. I mean, that seems like something that uh, probably would cost extra. So I definitely wasn't on it. Yeah, no, me too. I, yeah. I, I, I remember watching it and thinking like, that looks cool, but that's yeah. something I'm going to be able to do. Because I would definitely remember that if I was involved in it, because that sounds awesome. But yeah, I don't think it was, I was really, yeah. the, the yeah. dry part, I think, is like an underrated part. Some actually got electrocuted and died Yeah, they the talk about part. They talk about that yes. in, the, uh, in the documentary. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, um, but uh, they had these people movers that were like from the dry part to the action park yeah. part. And um, they were literally just these benches on a monorail. And the only thing keeping you on oh, the shit, I do sort of remember. Remember, this. okay, because yeah. I just remember it being really weird and never seeing it anywhere else. And it was literally one of my favorite rides in Action Park above everything else. Yeah, I do sort of remember this. Yeah, it was like it was almost like a it was almost like a movable like sidewalk, except you sit on it. It was like yeah, like it a, was a bench. Yeah, it was like a pew yeah. almost. You like yeah. Oh shit! I, yeah, I forgot it about was that. Straight yeah, back, yeah. and the only thing keeping you in was this bar across your lap, which again, if you're an eight year old girl, yeah, is not sufficient. To like really securely keep you in. Yeah. It's something where you have to actually like exert effort to stay inside it the whole time. And um I remember there were there were parts where it was like literally like twenty feet in the air and sometimes they had like um like nets underneath to catch you, and sometimes they didn't. Yeah. And like you would be like fifteen feet in the air and it would there would be a turn and be nothing, and you'd have to like cling to the bar to make sure you stayed in yeah. because Security was your own damn problem in Action Park. Yeah, well, safety I mean, was your own damn problem. Well, I mean that's why we're talking about it this yeah. many years later. Is that it was it was this you know? Uh, and I didn't epic, think uh, it was weird at the time, but like in no. retrospect, it's like. Well, you know, it, it's, <laughs> what's interesting though about about this is one, I mean, it is kind of a unique thing about how just how irresponsible it was, but also it was 
much more like again this might be the age gap might no i think probably during your life it was this way too but it was a lot like i like when i grew up you know i was born in 1980 it still was the 70s a little bit like the things you associate with the 70s like when i was really young it still like looked like in the now the modern representation it still looked like that when i was a little kid and Mm -hmm. it the safety aspect of things just wasn't there on like everything like there wasn't you probably still had lawn darts Oh yeah, yeah. No, we had definitely had lawn darts. Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. I remember we threw it over the house and I almost got hit with it, which is exactly the reason they got banned. Um, uh, like, there's there's the certain like everything was more dangerous back then. So I think I kind of get why it was allowed to be open because it's like it wasn't that much of a step up from the regular just idiotic dangers that was allowed. No, and to by the happen. time that, yeah. that that shit did catch up, I remember the last time I went to Action Park. Like, uh, do you remember how you used to have to carry the tubes and they didn't have, um, action park was built into a hill. So it wasn't like you climbed upstairs or a ladder or whatever to go to a water slide. You had to go up the snaking path. Yeah. And I remember like you had to carry your own tubes. You had to carry your own, even like, you know, those giant raft rides, you had to carry your own raft, which was like, I don't remember that. Oh, you, you did. Because um, the last time I went, they they finally, like, jerry-rigged this, like, thing that lifted up the raft for yeah. you. But I remember, like, having, like, I was, like, nine, and I was, like, like with, like, three nine-year-olds carrying, like, this 50-pound raft, giant yeah. raft. I got this thing. Also, some kid pooped in the water one time. Yeah. And, um. That happened probably pretty often. No, it probably it did happen yeah. pretty often, but it was, like, kind of a family, like, thing that my mom was like did you see that kid poop in the water and was like yeah you, let's not go on that ride again you know it's interesting <laughs> about that uh actually there's a good good thing to wrap up on because now i realize we're actually at two episodes long um okay. so action park uh, uh here's the thing and i just want to go back to this from earlier is so you show up to action park one of the first things you do is you go down the, the alpine slide so essentially mm-hmm. you you are a bleeding human mm. the next thing you do is go in communal water <laughs> you're literally drawing blood and then going in communal water what a fucking ridiculous place this was i mean although when when i'm talking about this was actually pre-aids so um i guess the thought it process was pre-aids yeah, it was what like well, until it got maybe. famous yeah yeah i mean i remember i remember you were pre-AIDS. there in like 80 what i mean AIDS didn't get popular till i mean it didn't get like known it didn't get known other than like it was for like drug addicts and gay people until the 90s, huh? Probably late 80s, but it was, I mean... Okay, I'm like, just saying that because I, I consider myself one of the first generations that was, like, taught that and people have AIDS and that's okay and that's not a thing. Oh, that yeah, no, I yeah. remember getting taught that, but, like, that took a while. Like, my young education, my young life, it was pre-AIDS being even a thing. Like, it wasn't even talked about drug addicts didn't have AIDS. Mm-hmm. AIDS wasn't... Didn't exist. Uh, anyway. Like, I think maybe they still called it the bug, like, and that's, like, maybe you heard a reference to it, but... Uh, maybe like that's kind of the artifact of that, but like, yeah, you're literally just like, hey, let's draw blood and then jump into a pool together. Like, what the? F- this is a frigid mountain water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and yeah, you know, of course, I'm sure they're spending extra money on like good chlorination, like making sure everything's clean and good. <laughs> you know, yeah. But uh, I was just so happy to see this documentary because it was one of those weird um, childhood things that I but remember. You gotta respect yeah. the the visionary aspect of Action Park, and I also gotta respect that. Like, I don't know about you necessarily but i kind of came of age like just when like everyone was really obsessed with being like really pc and really safe and you know like protect the children blah 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 and no, action park I, was yeah. like one of the last bastions of that see action park i mean although it was kind of one of the last bastions, but like i grew up in the 
like I was like I grew up in the just be back by dark like I would you know just no, hurt no, I, yourself I you know that. rock well, fights like, you know old school no you know? I mean we still had that I'm just saying like for for people my age it was more like um we had that but the scenarios you'd be in were safer you know like the, the... No, we would we would we'd break into the lake in our neighborhood and throw rocks at each other like we'd have rock wars. No, like we we, we actually had a, a tree fort that we built in the woods. Oh, you were by Crystal Lake. I forgot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, no, our we were we were so much more. I'm so much more similar to anybody born from like 1940 to 1980 than I am to someone born in like 1987. Like because the no, world there was a huge like, shift. Yeah, really. Because like the, when I was a kid, it was just like like you just got hurt and like it just. That's just like the I'm, world, you know, like you break yourself. Like we you, did too. Yeah. I'm just talking about like things that were child oriented were safer. No, I mean, I grew up with metal playgrounds. Like yeah. it wasn't like, no, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like it wasn't, it was just part of the, like Heights Elementary still had a, like a metal just jagged edged playground when uh, I was a kid. We had the, we had the dogwood, we had the, uh, the tire playground where the tires still had all the metal treads in them. So yeah, as they wore in, as yeah. they wore down in the sun, they like became more yeah. and more jagged. Yeah, they, yeah. So that's yeah, I, that's the generation I grew up with. Like the you know, uh, going playing in the snow would be the feral kids would gather together, find a hill, and then just launch themselves at things, and then you know somebody would get broken or die, and you just drag them back to the house, and just all right, we're back out. Like it was, yeah, the the kids aspect of things like i oh, still kids grew, now like i grew up where you could still buy um uh two different kinds of candy cigarettes at the <laughs> at the drugstore oh i remember buying cigarettes candy cigarettes at 7-eleven yeah. like they had multiple kinds at 7-eleven and saddle yeah. that i used to go to but like um kids now though like i was babysitting once and i was in the penguin enclosure at the oregon zoo and there's only one penguin enclosure it is two rooms i moved over to the other room and then the kids ran up to me and started going like, "Oh my God! Thank God I found you! I can't believe you abandoned us." Like oh yeah, that. that's the yeah, that's not the world I grew up in. Yeah, and I was just like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" And this is after their mom like made a um a special lunch for them because she thought that all the food at the zoo was crap, and it was like, "Yes, your bag your bagel with cream cheese is so much better than the stuff they have yeah. at the zoo." Like, no, I um I I when I was in uh, first grade. Maybe it was second grade, but so I went to Heights and that was, I'm going to say about a mile and a half from my house. Mm-hmm. I just walked home. Like mm-hmm. that's how I got Like I was like, what, seven? When like, I was, that was in... just like what you did. Oh, you yeah. just walked when, home. Yeah. When I was in first grade, we used to walk to Girl Scouts. Girl Scouts was maybe like a quarter mile away. Like, and it was down the street from Dogwood and it was at that church. I forget the name of the church. Ponds Church, I think maybe. That sounds, I mean. The, the one know... next to the, you know, the, the field where they had the Peddler's Fair. Yeah, that was and, Ponds. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. At Ponds Church. Um. We would like walk like the maybe quarter mile yeah. to um, Pond's Church at when I was in first grade. It was like six. Yeah, and we would walk there by by ourselves. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, that's what and I walked home by myself from fucking. Yeah, I have no, school. I have no problem with that. That would be considered child abuse now. No, I know that's and that happened really close after. I mean, I I'm surprised your generation had. It's not like we're different generation, but like I'm surprised. I like I remember kids in my school were different than me. Like that's that's why I know it was like really the last gas because I remember mm. kids I knew that were essentially my age, but their parents were slightly younger, so like they got the, like the, the more weirdo protected. like protected like Nerf youth, and I'm mm-hmm. just like, I, nah, I broke my head open a whole bunch of times. No, my mom, did, <laughs> yeah. my mom denies this, but like when I was like I think in like first grade, I used to walk the quarter mile from uh, Long Hill to my house. And it was only a quarter mile, and it was in my tiny, sleepy, cul-de-sac Jersey neighborhood. Like, yeah. there was obviously nobody. But I did that with only, like, other children. Yeah. And I was, like, six, and I walked home by myself a quarter mile. 
And it's like now there was actually this woman who um, did this experiment where she had her child who I think was like eight or nine. And she's like uh, part of the free range kids movement, which is something like I am all about, which is all like teaching your children not to be afraid of yeah. shit all the time. It's it's a really good thing. It's worth looking up. But um, she let her kid. She lived in New York. I think she lived in Brooklyn or something. And she gave her kid like subway fare and and he didn't even have a cell phone and money to use a phone and said like okay we'll have fun in in the city and then come home yeah and people freak the fuck out about that yeah it, i have to remind myself that people freak out about that stuff because i'm like yeah that's just like a that's where you grew up so that you know your neighborhood like yeah i used to walk to downtown when i was a kid like it was fine it was just it's what you did yeah when i was yeah. like 12 we would go i remember one time i was there uh my friend and I were going downtown from the middle school, from Lake Valley, the middle school. And I remember there was this guy in a pickup truck who was hanging outside the middle school. It was like this really good looking younger guy. Um, he's probably in his twenties. And I remember him like saying, like, Hey, you girls want to go for a ride in my pickup truck? Yeah. Yes. And we were like, No. Like <laughs> yeah. Do you think we've never seen But it was weird. Like I remember like he's like he was like a really like chiseled, like Abercrombie good looking dude. Yeah. And he was like, You wanna go for a ride in my pickup truck? And it was just like one of those like, what the fuck kind of moments. But obviously we were smart enough to not fucking do that. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I yeah, that's fucking weird. It it's just it's it's an odd thing that like I mean, I know like my childhood was different than the it's just it's odd that it's so radically different that it, it, it like it wouldn't occur to me like I would have a kid like if I had children they'd be taken away for just raising them the way I was raised which I think fine like it absolutely adequate like I have no complaint I mean I have complaints but not the ones that we're talking about oh, like it's yeah. just like being you just your kid you're supposed to learn how to like be a person like you're not like like the 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 rest of the world isn't really super protective well, and, and yeah. it's like one thing I really appreciated in my old neighborhood and um in like on uh, 28th and like uh, Powell on Burnside. We had children wandering around our neighborhood all the time, like unsupervised. And I'm like, this is great. Oh, that's cool. Uh, I'm totally okay with that, especially in Portland where people are like tend to be, you know, a little hypersensitive about yeah. things. But I feel like the fact that um, in my neighborhood too now, like there are kids who just walk home from school and stuff like that. And I'm like, that's great. I'm glad that that still happens somewhere. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm super into that too. Because I mean, my thing is like in the long run, it makes them easier to rape. And for my life, that's <laughs> – that's. <laughs> I was trying to get that out with like a straight like <laughs> I think I did a good job because it was like a pause I'm like oh my god you that's the worst thing ever um, but that's that's that, that see what that's 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 like a shock and all so we're done Lillian mm -hmm. thank you for joining me for uh two episodes uh mm -hmm. I, you have saved me effort of trying to book somebody else and uh mm -hmm. this, this is my first to be continued so fun um I'm sorry mom what, I, I don't think you said anything horrible. <laughs> no, I'm just Actually, kidding. I don't think I said anything horrible to the end. No, I'm just saying that because I know my mom's going to listen to this because she listens every time. Or uh, yeah, but um, well, Miss Cooper, your your daughter is lovely. I'm sorry that I made a, 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 a uncouth joke there. Um, I assure you that that is not uh, the way that I live my life. Um, uh, you've 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 done well for yourself and for your family. And uh, please know that I'm kidding. Uh, about all the stuff you found offensive and I was very serious about and the I'm stuff and I'm sorry that you if I was with. wrong about things cuz there's a lot of facts that I spouted that I knew I was wrong about but I was like guessing about so I think you're pretty I, at least the Jewish stuff I think you're pretty close other than the um uh uh um uh uh not Torah the Torah? The the thing the singing song it's not Torah it's the Oh, Havanagila? No, the other one. The the, the Hora. Hora, thank you. Um 
I think we were wrong about that, but I think everything else we're pretty, I think we're pretty spot on. All right. Yeah. I think, I really think we've, I think we've, I think both we've learned something and the audience has learned something and that's the important thing. <laughs> and that's half and that's the battle. Well. Yeah. And knowing is half, half the, the battle. battle. Yeah. Yes. Uh, G.I. Joe. The more you know. Yes. Dun, 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 dun. Cool. Um, All right. So do you, you don't have a social media thing you need to plug or anything like that? I mean, you're welcome to if you uh, I don't want my mom knowing what my Tumblr is and I haven't touched my Twitter for a really long time. Okay. Perfect. So, yeah. All right, that makes things easy. Um, you guys will know me from all the stuff I said in the beginning of the episode, which I'll record later. Oh, I'm Ambi Sinister on. on Twitter, but I don't, uh, maybe I'll touch it again. I don't know. But if I, but that's that's where it is. I don't know. Yeah, which I mean, I I think that's pretty insensitive to people that have only one or another preference and hand choice. Because you know, I was born this way. All right. You don't have to. You don't. You don't have to. You don't have to rub it in my face that I was born. Uh, you know, a righty as you. You know, you righty so, is a choice, yeah, right? Lefty so, is a choice. You, you so you so flippantly call me because you know what? I'm allowed to use that word, right? Not you. <laughs> not you. I can call myself a righty, but you can say I'm I'm a person of right persuasion. Uh, <laughs> yeah, who are you calling right? <laughs> oh, I'm more. I couldn't figure out another. I couldn't figure out, I couldn't figure out a synonym for right-handed. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, uh, uh, this side persuasion, left brain persuasion. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so, uh, uh, yes, the world is facing up and everything else is going down. We are a uh, part of a family and everything is perfect. I have been, uh, Alexander Michael Horatius Catalyst, uh, poem 16 Bolin. She has been, uh, uh, Lillian, um, some kind of funny thing and a reference to something else followed by a nonsensical thing herodotus cooper and this has been an episode of the alex cast good evening